1: John Leonetti in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. Streaming online, com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today, friends. It's Thursday, July 9th we got a great show in store for you today. Coming up, Deacon Randy Keel, the first and or second reading for this Sunday. Of course, it's Thursday morning. Do the Lexio Divina with the uh, with the readings for Sunday. Uh, coming up at uh, 725, well, it's either going to be Chris Magruder or Julie Nelson, so we'll have which one coming up here soon. They're going to preview their Uh, Catholic Women Now show coming up at nine o'clock today at 745. Deacon Eddie Ensley is going to be on. Uh, Deacon Eddie is the author of the new book, Pause in Wonder. Pause in Wonder. It's got some great reviews here. And we're going to talk about joy today. Really? You want more joy out of your life? Well, he says make room to encounter the Lord, and we're going to talk just how to do that. Uh, He is a Native American uh, and a permanent deacon in the Diocese of Savannah and uh, just has some great stories to tell, certainly about his uh, heritage as well. So we'll have Deacon Eddie Ensley on at 745 today. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwell. We'll have your saint of the day coming up in the second half hour as well. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, that piece that I mentioned yesterday, uh, from Monsignor Charles Pope, where, where do you put your faith? And uh, where really do we put our faith? I think a nice little examine this morning to be able to help us uh, launch us into this great day. All right. Uh, Deacon Tony's out on vacation for the next week and a half, so we'll take uh, we'll take the morning offering here. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Christ. Holy Spirit, be our mind and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the church, pray for us. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now, News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good
2: morning, John. Happy Thursday to you. How are we doing on this, uh, well, cloudy, partly cloudy morning? We expect some rain today. Get, get I get hope that brown grass I'm starting to yeah, see. I yeah,
1: I hope we, we need that rain.
2: We do. We're talking about a quarter to a half inch of rain that's expected. Sioux City area just got three inches of rain this morning. Wow. I don't know if we'll get that much, but... Uh Got quite a bit early today, and uh, we could see some strong to severe storms later central to the, in eastern Iowa today. So be keep an eye on the sky a little bit, and it'll be much cooler. Ninety five yesterday, down to eighty five today. So that, that'll be a little bit cooler than yesterday. It was warm.
1: Yeah, I uh, it was definitely warm yesterday. It wasn't as I so I went out. Um, I was outside a little bit yesterday, and you know you find a little bit of shade, and you you would be all right. But once you get out of that shade, it was going to get pretty hot, and it was indeed. But it uh, wasn't, wasn't, yeah, wasn't as hot as I thought it was going to be. I thought it'd get up to maybe 110 or something like that, but I don't think it climbed that high.
2: I don't know if the heat index got up that quite that high. I know it was in right around 100, and I was in a Fort Dodge last night, and it was much cooler up there than it was here. And I say cooler. It was 90, uh, in the 90s. We had a nice wind, a southwest wind, nice breeze. It kept everything uh, manageable to be outdoors, unlike... If you didn't have a breeze, it'd be a little. You'd be wearing everything. It'd be awful
1: muggy. Mm-hmm. So now, some big news coming out of, out of Dowling there. Catholic, I hear.
2: Oh, devastating news! And I, you know, this I haven't seen this, John. With all the uh, testing that's been done with COVID nineteen, I had a test done two weeks ago, and everything was fine. And uh, the Dowling teams, coaches, all went through testing. Everything was fine. It turned out negative. And then they got a report that one of the coaches, baseball coaches, tested positive yeah. after they had came out of. A one-week uh, hiatus, basically, since July first, and they had to start the clock all over. Well, you start the clock yesterday, and they won't have enough time to play in the postseason. So, Dowling baseball and softball are now done, and that's unfortunate and very disheartening. Now, but softball that's too. The, that's the age we live in. So, softball. It, too. it affects both, yeah, okay. because yeah, there's there's uh, kids that are on there's siblings on uh, both teams, so that that's how it's all affected. And uh, yeah, they're all exposed. So. Okay. softball shut down along with the the number one baseball team in the state and uh that is unfortunate and uh what a season they had and i want to thank joe stacy and all the fan uh, all the folks uh behind the scenes that uh, broadcast the games here on iowa catholic radio and i know joe was very disheartened yesterday when he when we uh we told him the news and you know it's one of those things john part of our society right now that's part of our element is this COVID? can we count it as a championship that's
1: what i'm wondering can we uh, count this still no, as a
2: championship? Johnny, no.
1: You go out number no, one? I mean, I, yeah, come family. on. They're number one. <laughs> I'd have to count this.
2: We'll see. Well, number one regular season. postseason. Yeah. well, we're going to find out. But, uh, yeah, so Mark Roaring and uh, Claudia Farrell, the coaches for Dowling Baseball and Softball, you know, I know it's tough. that's tough to tell the kids, hey, our season's over. And that would be the most disheartening news they had to say yesterday to them.
1: No, we certainly enjoyed broadcasting them here at Iowa Catholic Great, albeit a short time.
2: Yes, that is that is true. And uh, as far as the fall, well, I know uh, I just saw my good friend Andy Fale sent me uh, a message. Uh, TV 13 is doing a story about uh, fall sports, and they're talking to Coach Wilson and uh, Valley Athletic Director uh, Brad Rose about will there be football this fall for high school. So that will be an interesting piece coming up on TV 13 later today. I'll be paying attention. Yeah, there you go. All right, let's get right to it this morning from the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwalk. Currently in Des Moines, we have... uh Cloudy skies, 76 degrees at the Mercy One Studio. South-southeast wind at 10 miles per hour, and humidity down to 82%, and not as muggy today. It'll be mostly cloudy, chance of scattered showers and thunderstorms here in central Iowa. High of 85 degrees. West winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour. We could see about a quarter to half inch of rain. Strong to severe storms possible here in central and eastern Iowa, so you want to keep an eye on the sky. Uh, Tonight, partly cloudy, overnight low is 69 degrees, and then tomorrow, partly cloudy, dry, high of 90 for your Friday. Uh, The weekend looks looking pretty good it'll be cooler temperatures highs in the mid 80s chance of rain Saturday morning and uh, be partly cloudy and dry on Sunday well in the news on this Thursday morning uh, the state of Iowa is allocating 50 million dollars in federal coronavirus relief funds to support mental health and substance abuse treatment Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds says the pandemic has been challenging for all and has underscored the importance of mental health infrastructure and access now the state of Iowa is putting up 30 million dollars towards uh Uh, Iowa's mental health uh, regions to support ongoing adult and children mental health services to help cover the increased needs that are the result of this pandemic, the state will allocate $20 million for mental health and substance abuse providers to cover increased costs during the pandemic. Now, Governor Reynolds says the Iowa Department of Human Services has also received nearly $1 million from FEMA to provide crisis counseling services to those impacted by COVID-19. The Iowa DHS is also, is asking FEMA for an additional $4 million. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And as John and I mentioned earlier, the Dowling baseball and softball team season has has come to an end. The doubleheaders yesterday with uh, West Des Moines Valley were canceled. Uh, a member of the Dowling baseball coaching staff tested positive on his COVID nineteen test after initially testing negative the day before. The Dowling baseball team closed out its season with a, a record of sixteen and two and a number one ranking in Class Four A. Dowling softball team finished its season with a record of eight and ten in Class Five A. And again, I'd like to thank uh, Joe Stacy for broadcasting Dowling baseball and softball once again here on Iowa Catholic Radio this past summer. Once again, from the Mercy One studios in Des Moines, currently we have cloudy skies, 76 degrees, a south-southeast wind at 10 miles per hour, and today we will see mostly cloudy skies, scattered showers, and thunderstorms moving in, high of 85 degrees with west winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour throughout the day. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio, news, weather, and sports on your Thursday morning. John Leonetti Show coming up, Jimmy Olsen, and he'll have your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Emadale.
0: Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Not too bad for us as we get things started off this
3: morning. We are accident free run in seven minutes as you're heading into downtown from the west and east. Mixer on at 235. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio.
1: Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Deacon Randy Keel right now. It's Thursday. Hello, Deacon. Good morning, John. Good morning to you. I feel like I just talked to you.
4: Well, John, I'm glad to talk to you again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, on Tuesday we had your monthly segment, and you're on for your weekly segment now. We're going to go first and or second reading today.
4: I, I have to stick with Romans. i got to go with Paul. I was hoping
1: you'd do that. This is one of my favorite oh. readings, Romans 8, 18 to 23, folks.
4: John, this just struck me in so many different ways. Yeah. I, I, I just feel a giggle inside of me because... Our conversion never ends, and this verse took me to further conversion of awareness of God and who God is, and I want to talk about that for a second. Hope, the word hope, and we're at a time when we need this, we don't make it as humans, and Paul's making that clear to us. We don't make hope. God makes hope. God is hope. Our hope is in Jesus Christ, not because he's Jesus He is hope. Hope is a virtue given to us by God, and that's what Paul's writing about here. He talks about the sufferings of the time. We can imagine, and we know through other scriptures, the great sufferings that Paul went through his his missionary trials, but also the suffering that he carried with him in his own conversion, the arduous history he had before he had his encounter with the Lord, and then to the other side. And he talks about that the sufferings of the present time are nothing compared to the glory that he knows that awaits us. Love that. And he takes us to a new realm that Paul had not yet taken us to in his writings in that all creation suffers from being subjected to corruption itself just as we suffer from being subjected to corruption. Sometimes we romanticize creation as only seeing the part of god's creation but paul's encouraging us here yet see the corruption of what sin has brought even to the world around us and due to that also we suffer but yet see the glory of god of which we can begin to see through creation which is only a minor teeny flicker of a glimpse as compared to the glory of heaven that's what awaits us on the other side of suffering Let's remember that our hope is not through a virtue that we create inside of ourselves. And that's what Paul brings to us in our first reading for this Sunday, that our hope as children of God. He was writing through a patriarchal history that most of the um, writings of antiquity were written (coughs) patriarchal so that fathers and sons, and here children represent daughters and sons together in sonship, the children of God, we're the heirs of all the goodness, just as the fathers were passing down through hereditary and inheritances down to their children. That's what's awaiting us through the glory of God as the first fruits of the Spirit. And we groan within ourselves from the corruption that we have. He talks about the utterances and groanings of the earth match the utterances and groanings of the Spirit that lives in us. We see it through hurricanes, earthquakes, disasters, fires, lightning strikes. That's what he was giving symmetry here to what lives inside us. But our ache is not to be for ourselves and our hurting. Our ache is to be for the glory of God.
1: Does this kind of lean into redemptive suffering a little bit? It
4: does. Can't you see here how I I even wrote that down right in front of me, offering up our sufferings? I remember the first time that someone has ever said to me, Randy, offer up your suffering. I was not yet Catholic. I was studying Catholicism, and it was a Catholic that said to me, Randy, have you ever considering, considered offering up your suffering? And I said, I've never heard that phrase once in my life. And here Paul's talking about, he's like, there's a greater reason for us to suffer. The unity that's offered for us with Christ, this also kind of blew me away, John, that unity with Christ, I kind of pictured, I think until this week when I was studying this, The unity with Christ, oh, it brings us closer to him. No, it unites. It's like a super glue. It's like a gorilla glue. Mm. It unites us. It bonds us with our Savior. That's part of why he gave us the imagery and the experience of watching him suffer. Pope John Paul II gave us the privilege of watching him suffer, and saints gave us the privilege of knowing and watching them suffer. We are giving that same prose to others as we suffer, and we emulate the hope of the glory of God.
1: I may have uh, shared this before, but um, uh, I, I have I've seen in my own life, you know, just. It doesn't make it easier, uh, friends, but, but when you offer it the suffering, it makes it meaningful. And, and that's the only way I can, I can describe it. Um, you know, uh, there, there is a time where we can waste our sufferings, and saints have talked about this before as well. There are times in our life where we can, but the times that we can really unite them, as Deacon Randy's talking about, and as St. Paul certainly is talking about here, the times that we can unite them, there's going to be a greater meaning because there we're going to find Christ. Uh, in a real way. You know, when Christ, he appears to all the saints, he always appears with his wounds. When he appeared, the resurrected glorified body appears with his wounds. Those don't go away. Uh, even on the glorified body that that he reveals for us. And I think in some way Mm. he's inviting Mm -hmm. us into those wounds as well and and into life. Now, again, Deacon, I want to be clear about this. We don't go looking for suffering here. We're not masochists, you know, and taking joy and I I need to suffer, suffer, suffer. That's not what life is. No,
4: we're not talking about self-flagellation and induction of suffering for the sake because that's, that's, that's our humanism. We know through studies that some of the aspects of asceticism was humanistic. It was it was inappropriate. We we've moved further beyond that. We this is more about embracing that which is in what Paul's talking about here is the corruption. It we, leaves us subject to the futility of the earth.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, our, there's, our
4: suffering is not to leave us there. If we just leave it to the futility of the earth, then we're bound to the corruption. But we're offering it over for the sake of the
1: redemptive spirit of Jesus Christ coming through us. Don't worry, friends. There's enough out there uh, since March. There's, all right? enough. There, there's enough out there since March uh, uh, in, the, <laughs> in our world. All right. Deacon Randy Keel, thank you so much for coming on this morning. Would you give us your blessing?
4: I pray for the blessing of Almighty God, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and his redemptive nature to come upon all of us. Walk with us in the suffering today, Lord, for the redemption of uniting with you. Thank you in your name.
1: Amen. Amen. He's Deacon Randy Keel, everyone. Have a great rest of the week, Deacon. You too, John. Yeah, I mean that, friends, when I say uh, there's been enough since March with, uh, with, you know, shutdowns, corona, all the stuff, and people that are really suffering out there with the people that have had it. Um, I have uh, people that I know that have had it, and it's just not a lot of fun. So um, keep continuing to pray. And the little sufferings that you have in your own life today, continue to unite those to the Lord. And it it really is a simple, just, Lord, I'm, I'm giving this to you right now. You know, and you may not feel anything. You may it may not feel good. It probably won't feel good when you're doing this. But I can guarantee. And again, the saints show us this. Saint Paul and Sacred Scripture tells us this, especially for this weekend in Romans, the second reading that you'll hear uh, at Mass this Sunday. This is um, this is where our Lord will unite with us the most, right there in His wounds. All right, uh, coming up at seven forty-five today, Deacon Eddie Ensley is going to be on. He's a Native American and a permanent deacon in the diocese of Savannah, Georgia. Author of the new book "Pause and Wonder," we're going to talk about joy today—joy and awe, uh, really—and really how uh, his Cherokee grandfather's Native American culture taught joy. Uh, this is going to be really interesting. I'm looking forward to talking to Deacon Eddie Ensley in the second half hour today. When we come back, we're going to talk about faith and some sobering truths in our faith that I think we can um, we can really lean on. Monsignor Charles Pope put together just a great piece. Uh, we're going to do a little reflection with St. John of the Cross, too. So where we put our faith and some sobering truths in that, that I think are reminders for all of us. We'll have that for you right after this. John Eddie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for being a part of the show today. And thanks for Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. You know, one of the things that I love about our underwriters is they really appreciate the great work that Iowa Catholic Radio continues to do and is doing. Uh, This family, they're no different. Yes, they've been listeners for a long time now. Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design, they've even got stories of how Iowa Catholic Radio has helped them in their life. Thank you for underwriting this show. 493-1060 fivesonsnaturescapes.com Outdoor Landscaping and Design, 493 dot com. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Caldwellparish.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one. One child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal. Place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to blessmaninternational.org and click Sponsor a Child.
6: Support for programming of Catholic Women Now, partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance.
7: This is Dr. Igerindy from The Doctor Is In. Okay, I'll confess. Years ago when I was asked to be on Catholic Radio, I peremptorily said, uh, no thanks. And then I realized the power of Catholic Radio. As I got emails and letters from folks who have come back to the church, whose families converted, whose lives were made better. It's training for the troops. It makes better Catholics, better Christians out of the folks who listen. And then they go out to transform the world. Your gift works to make a difference for you.
3: You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150.
1: Thanks for joining me today, friends. John Lee, Nighting the Morning, right here in Iowa Catholic Radio, Thursday, July 9th. Thanks to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. Residential re-roofs for 30-plus years. A man that knows that above business is faith. That's why he's here. Well, not here, here, but here on the show. Committed to running his business with Christian values as well. 963-4494. 963-4494. residential re-roofs. Uh, if you don't... Check out Monsignor Charles Pope's blog. Uh, I, I, I'm here to say, start checking it out. If you're, you know, I like blogs. I'm big uh, uh, spiritual Catholic. Uh, blog guy, and uh, really search a lot around for good stuff for this show, and find a lot, because there's really a lot of good writers out there. Um, I got some of my favorites that I go to, and Monsignor Charles Pope really is one of them, and I don't know if he, if these are like really his sermons. I think he says they are, but I don't know if he, where he preaches them or anything, but um, I will tell you, they are really solid stuff, and he had one that came out a few days ago uh, that I saved here, and it just continually haunted me in a way. Um, and it just said, John, where are you putting your faith? That's continually the question that I, that I ask myself. Where are we putting our faith? And he kind of laid out some hard truths uh, and, you know, just truths that, you know, are, aren't cozy. Um, they're not, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, things that you would hear that would automatically like get you, you know, excited. Maybe if you're a saint, if you're already there. But nonetheless, they are truths and truths that I think we in our world Really need to come to today, and uh, and and really reflect on and understand. And so, I'm going to just uh, lay out a few of them, and I think you'll probably, hopefully, agree. Um, I'm not here yet. You may not be here yet either, but nonetheless, these are good spiritual reflections for us this morning. And that's one of the things that I really try to make this show all about is give us something to think about in the spiritual realm to give us something to think about. Cause you're going to go out there and there's going to be a lot that's going to hit you today. And we need that reminder of where our faith is, where our hope is, as Deacon Tony was talking about, or excuse me, uh, Deacon Randy Keel was talking about just a little bit before. So the first truth We live in an illusion, he says, that death can easily be postponed. He says it cannot. We are not guaranteed the next beat of our heart, let alone tomorrow. It is true that with advances in medical science, sudden death is not as common today, but too easily this leads us to entertain the notion that we can cheat death. He says we cannot. Life is short, and we do not get to choose when we will die. He said, and kind of went into some of his uh, you know, own family struggles with this. His mother and sister died suddenly. Swept away, he says, in an instant. He says, he never got to say goodbye. You do not know if you will even finish reading this sentence before death summons you. That haunted me. <laughs> when I read that, I was like, whoa, right? And he, but he says, here lies the heart. This is wisdom. It's a hard truth that give us, gives us an important perspective. Life is short and we don't have any way of knowing how short so are we getting ourselves ready to meet god the temptation in the spiritual realm i think at times for us friends is we just kind of put this off be holy later the holiness starts now today right here right now the moment you show up at work the moment the moment you get up in the morning you know your family friends the encounters that you have everything today looking for the next holy moment, as Matthew Kelly says. Another illusion we entertain today is that salvation is a cinch. It's a done deal. He says, The heresy of our time is a belief in almost universal salvation, which denies the consistently repeated biblical teaching that declares either by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And he says, Parable after parable, Jesus is giving us these warnings. Salvation is not easy. It's hard. This is not an easy road, friends. I have said oftentimes, and I will not tire of saying this, that if I wanted an easy life, I probably wouldn't be Catholic. Catholicism was one of the most difficult things that we could ever practice. And things that we oftentimes hear that just kind of, you know, roll off our tongue, love one another as I have loved you, you know, forgive your enemies, You know, right there, again, we can kind of hear these things and think, okay, that sounds good. Oh, that's nice. That's easy. That's not so. We really put what Jesus asks us to the test. And right here in our Catholic faith, we find it. But it's worth it. Just like anything that's difficult, it's worth it. He says, um, despite this, Many other quotes and teachings like it, we go on presuming that almost everyone will go to heaven, that we all will, will go to heaven. You know, I have heard this at different funerals before where we just kind of canonize everyone. And though people are, I think, good family members of mine that have died, I I think have lived pretty decent lives and, and um, I would say they're good people and I enjoy them. I still pray for them. And I think that's something that we have to remember as well. Salvation is hard. Now, he says it's not meant to panic us, but it's meant to sober us. The need for prayer, the need for the sacraments, the need for Scripture, and the need for the church. Here we plug in. That's the freedom that we're looking for. So, a couple hard truths, or sobering truths, as he says, for all of us this morning. And uh, he drew these from St. John of the Cross. I thought they were. Really good for us. And just another needed reminder for all of us this morning. Let's go to Chris Magruder of Catholic Women Now. Hi, Chris. Good morning, John. How are you? morning to you. I'm doing just fine this morning. What do we got coming up on your show?
6: We are going to talk about fasting benefits, the physical and spiritual benefits, because... Today we're going to challenge everybody to get on what's called Let Freedom Ring. It's the 40 days to freedom from the devil. And basically what it is, it's a challenge to help our country, our families, and our world. You know, we're all kind of going, what can I do? Everybody's feeling helpless. How can I make a difference? And this is something um, that is not going to be easy. It reminds me a little bit of Nineveh 90, not as difficult, but um, something that we can all do spiritually to help our world, our families, and make a difference. And so I'm kind of excited to talk about it, because, you know, I think all of us have been feeling a little bit helpless about, what can we do? You know, there's rioting in the streets, there's anarchy, we have issues in our church, so what can we do? And we're going to give people something to do.
1: That's coming up this morning. Nine o'clock in the morning, nine o'clock in the evening, Catholic Women Now, Chris Magruder, Julie Nelson. It's podcasted as well at iowacatholicradio.com, friends. You can find all the episodes there, and binge if you would like Catholic Women Now. It's a good show. Talk to you soon, Chris. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Uh, coming up second half hour, Deacon Eddie Ensley. All right, we talked about faith. We talked about hope. I guess we got to talk about joy, right? Well, he wrote a great book, Joy and Awe. Uh, the book is called Pause and Wonder, and where we can find joy and awe in our faith. He's a Native American and a permanent deacon, and he's going to talk to us a little bit about his Cherokee grandfather's Native American culture that taught you joy, and uh, we're going to talk to him about that and just how we can draw from that as well in our Catholic faith. Deacon Eddie Ensley, coming up in the second half hour. Don't go anywhere. John Lenetti in the morning, friends, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It is a Thursday. All right, let me see who's next here. On the docket, Blessman. International, formed in two thousand one by Doctor Jim and Beth Blessman, Blessman International, a Christian faith based mission organization working to meet the needs of the impoverished children and families in South African province of Limpopo. Yes, Limpopo, South Africa, since, as I said, two thousand one, a long time. Thank you, Doctor Jim. Thank you, Beth Blessman of Blessman International. Blessman International.org. That is Blessman International.org. you uh, let's see, Father Andrew now with today's gospel and reflection.
8: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his apostles, As you go, make this proclamation, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, drive out demons. Without cost you have received, without cost you are to give. Do not take gold or silver or copper for your belts, no sack for the journey or a second tunic or sandals or walking stick. The laborer deserves his keep. Whatever town or village you enter, look for a worthy person in it, and stay there until you leave. As you enter a house, wish it peace. If the house is worthy, let your peace come upon it. If not, let your peace return to you. Whoever will not receive you or listen to your words, go outside that house or town and shake the dust from your feet. Amen, I say to you, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that town." The Gospel of the Lord. The gospel message that Jesus commands the apostles to proclaim, along with the works he commands them to do, are meant to bring peace. Sadly, there are some people who reject this peace. Why they don't, we best not worry about it and move on. It's not our prerogative to judge others. We simply do as Jesus has commanded and let him handle the rest.
7: That
0: this train is going bound.
1: Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Coming up here soon, Deacon Eddie Ensley's is going to be on, a Native American and permanent deacon in the Diocese of Savannah, author of the new book, Pause in Wonder. Going to talk about joy today, true joy, where we can and how we can attain that joy. Looking forward to talking to Deacon Eddie today. I need a little more joy in my life. I think you do, too. I consider myself a pretty joyful guy, but, you know, there's always room, right? Uh, all right. Deacon Tony out on vacation this morning. Let's pray. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all of our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our mind and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the church, pray for us. Amen. Mark Amadeo now, News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Well, sir. Well, good morning once
2: again, John. Happy Thursday to you as we get ready for the uh, weekend coming up. Looks like we're going to be
1: getting a little bit of rain here in uh, the state. We need that. Yes, we do. I've got some spots in my yard that need to grow a little bit more. You know, when we had that huge tree last year that came down, just that monster tree in our front Mm -hmm. yard that got, uh, I don't know, lightning or something happened to it, but half of it broke down. And uh, we had to, you know, get that thing hauled away and taken out and then uh there's a big kind of spot there that we've been working on for a long time and it just kind of finally started to to really come in you know full full bore here and and uh we could use some rain on it right now but having the sprinkler on it lately
2: yeah you gotta yeah you gotta use the sprinkler until we get the rain and uh, i noticed uh as I'm outdoors each and every evening, the grass is getting crunchier and crunchier, yeah. meaning it needs some rain. I thought it was just down in southern Iowa, but I noticed that yesterday in northern Iowa. And, and our yard's starting to brown up. So this rain will be very welcome if... If we can get it to move in, it looks like it will be, and uh, we're expecting about a quarter to half inch rain. They just put out a weather statement, strong to severe storms here in central and eastern Iowa. So they want you to keep an eye on the sky, and hopefully that will mean rain without the severe weather. Sounds good to me. Yeah, certainly, certainly. Um, what's your plans for this weekend? Anything going on in the uh, Leonetti household? Something to celebrate?
1: Uh, my brother-in-law's birthday is July fourth, so I think we're going to have a little lunch, uh, outdoor grill out with uh, him and my uh, other sister-in-law. So uh, I think yeah, keep it keep it small and have some uh, dogs and and burgers.
2: There you go. Can't go wrong. Outdoors, yeah, well, and the weather looks good for the weekend. A uh, little bit milder temperatures, about. It'll be about 10, 15 degrees cooler today than it was uh, yesterday. It was very hot and humid, and uh, thank goodness for the breeze.
1: What about you? Any weekend plans?
2: Uh let's see. Daughter's going away. Grace is going to uh, Minnesota for a while, so she's going to spend some time up there. The wife and I will be together for alone.
1: There you go. Know. We'll
2: have to figure out something to do. Sounds good. I don't know. We're looking... Pro- We'll crash somebody's outdoor event. There you go. We'll fig- figure out what the neighbors are doing or something. We're not going to go very far. That's a way. Bringing our masks. The way and, to go. Uh, just uh, <laughs> that's all I can tell you. I don't know. That's. I'm sure something will be planned for me. I mean, for us. I mean, well, that's usually I, I, I just follow along. You know that,
1: John. Well, we that's got a couple works. more we weeks, along. and uh, we got uh, we got sports <laughs> coming back. So I'm I'm looking forward to that.
2: Yeah. Uh, Major League Baseball and uh, nba basketball and and it uh, looks like if they can get out of the covet i mean they've got every day there's somebody going down or mm-hmm. that are in in protocol so
1: well in light of and the news of dalling we'll catholic about- we'll have some hope here yeah. in, the, in the end of the month uh, yeah. hopefully with some of that but yeah, i know you'll be leading off with that
2: yeah, that'll be our, that's our sports report. Dowling baseball and softball teams are done for the year because of the COVID-19. They're in protocol right now for two weeks. Well, unfortunately, the playoffs will start here in about a, a week and a half and, uh, they won't be able to, they won't be eligible. Can't they wait for so us? That, that come was on. Terrible news. <laughs> they talked about that when they uh, came up with this, John, this, uh, you know, having high school baseball and softball. Somebody gets in protocol for two weeks towards the playoffs, they're done. And that's that's where, it unfortunately, it hit Dowling yesterday. They're one of the ten schools in Iowa that are now shut down. All right. Well, it's
1: a tough one, but we'll survive. Okay. Absolutely. Well, let's get
2: right to it this morning from the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently at the – Mercy One Studios in Des Moines. We have cloudy skies, 76 degrees. Sun trying to peek out through the clouds a little bit here. Uh, south southeast wind at 10 miles per hour. And today we will see uh, increasing clouds, scattered showers, and thunderstorms. Some could be uh, severe here in Central Iowa. So keep an eye on the sky. High of 85 degrees. West winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour as that cold front uh, pushes through. And we will see a. Uh, Possibly a quarter to a half an inch of rain possible here in central Iowa. Tonight, partly cloudy, overnight low is 69 degrees. And tomorrow partly cloudy and dry for your Friday, high of 90 degrees. And on Saturday, chance of rain early and a high of uh, in the mid-80s. Sunday, partly cloudy and dry and also high in the mid-80s. Well, in the news, on this Thursday morning, the state of Iowa is allocating $50 million in federal coronavirus relief funds to support mental health and substance abuse treatment. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds says the pandemic has been challenging for all and has underscored the importance of mental health infrastructure and access. Now, the state is putting up 30 million dollars towards iowa's mental health regions to support ongoing adult and children's uh, mental health services and help cover increased needs that are a result of the pandemic now the state will uh, allocate 20 million dollars for mental health and substance abuse providers to cover the increased costs during the pandemic now governor reynolds says the Iowa Department of Human Services has also received nearly $1 million from FEMA to provide crisis counseling services to those impacted by COVID-19. The Iowa DHS is asking FEMA for an additional $4 million. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick print and as we mentioned earlier in the broadcast, uh, the show this morning, the Dowling Catholic baseball and softball team season has come to an end. The Dowling uh, doubleheaders yesterday with West Des Moines Valley were cancelled. A member of the Dowling baseball coaching staff tested positive on his COVID uh, uh, 19 test after initially testing negative the day before. The Dowling baseball team closes out its season with a record of 16-2 and two and a number one ranking in Class 4A. The Dowling softball team finished its season with a record of 8 and 10 in Class 5A. I want to thank Joe Stacy for uh, broadcasting Dowling Baseball and Softball once again this year on Iowa Catholic Radio. But once again, the Dowling Baseball and Softball team seasons have come to an end. Once again, from the WHO TV 13 weather desk, and meteorologist Megan Selwall, current at the Mercy One Studio in Des Moines, we have partly cloudy skies, 76 degrees. Today we will see increasing clouds, scattered showers, and thunderstorms moving in later this morning, high of 85 degrees with west winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour. We could see strong to severe storms here in central Iowa, so keep an eye on the sky, and we're expecting to get about a quarter to a half an inch of rain. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio news, weather, and sports on your Thursday morning John Leonetti show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and Jimmy has your morning traffic report. I'm
0: Mark Abadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 a.m., 88.5 f.m., 94.5 f.m., and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Still accident-free as we continue with that
3: drive this morning. No problems to pass along. 235 still running good. Seven minutes from the west of the East Mixer into downtown. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's
1: go to your saint of the day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, they relied on Jesus Christ and his glory in heaven, even in some of the most difficult times. Today, we celebrate St. Augustine's Zorong and companions. They were men and women, teachers, parents, catechists, priests, and religious, who were all martyred in China between the years 1648. In 1930, They're celebrated together because Pope St. John Paul II canonized them as a group in the year 2000. Among those commemorated today is Augustine Zhou Rong. Augustine was an imperial soldier who was charged with escorting a bishop to his execution in China. The experience of peace and surrender of that bishop so moved Augustine that he converted to Christianity and was baptized. He entered the priesthood and was eventually himself executed by the Chinese government. Whether foreign-born, as 33 of these men and women were, or native Chinese, these martyrs witness to the value of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Jesus' good news is intended for everyone, and it is the answer to all the meaningful questions of our lives. We ask today, St. Augustine, Zorong, and companions, to pray for us. Amen. And thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our saint of the day, a deacon here in Des Moines, experienced in wills and estate planning makes it easy on you because he does the work for you 224-1776 that's 515-224-1776 coming up right after this deacon eddie ensley on his new book pause and wonder a native american and permanent deacon in the diocese of savannah going to talk to us all about joy don't go anywhere john leanetti in the morning right here on iowa catholic radio Thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show, your full range of residential plumbing services right here in Des Moines, Iowa. 100% satisfaction guarantee surrounding areas that they've been serving all throughout central Iowa for two decades now. Golden Rule, firm belief that customer satisfaction always comes first, no matter what. Plumbing, heating, air conditioning services, high quality workmanship and professionals. GoldenRulePHC.com. That's GoldenRulePHC.com. Your Diocesan Minute is right now.
6: This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Thursday, July 9th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. The Diocese of Des Moines staff will be taking a two-week furlough from July 13th through the 24th. Staff will not be checking their email or voice messages during this time, and the office will be closed. Parishes in the metro area are now offering Masses both during the week and on weekends. Faithful ages 5 and up are asked to wear a mask before entering the church. You and or your family will be asked to observe social distancing throughout your time in the building. Family units must sit 6 feet away from others during Mass. You're encouraged to use hand sanitizer placed by the door when entering and exiting the building. Offertory baskets will be placed by the door for your tithing drop-off. Bishop Johnson strongly urges that you receive Holy Communion in the hands for the common good. If you're elderly, vulnerable to COVID-19, or live with someone who's vulnerable, you're encouraged to stay home. Know the Sunday Mass obligation remains suspended. For those who do not attend Mass, know God's infinite grace and mercy remain abundantly available. Find more resources and liturgical guidelines on the Diocese of Des Moines website. Tune in to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Bishop will be visiting with Jessica Hernandez, coordinator of Hispanic Youth Ministry at the Diocese of Des Moines. She'll be talking about the Supreme Court's decision on the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, otherwise known as DACA, and her personal experience as a dreamer. That's tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher Collins.
4: Hi, I'm Deacon Mike Mano.
6: And I'm Gina Knoll. Faith on Trial examines the influence of law and society on people of faith. Follow the Faith on Trial Facebook page for upcoming guests and issues.
0: Join us every Thursday at
7: 10 for Faith on Trial.
6: Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance.
9: God, you might
1: deliver Thanks for joining me, friends. Here we are this Thursday, July 9th. Appreciate you being a part of the show. Make sure to go online and sign up for Masses if your parish is requiring it. Uh, I know some of the deadlines, at least for my parish, is going to be tomorrow. Um, and you can kind of, you know, easily forget but yes masses are open at most parishes make sure to check with yours and if they are uh, requiring to for you to sign up uh, i'm sure they have them on their website again mine does and it's pretty easy to do so make sure to do that don't forget the opportunity of the eucharist awaits let's go to our next guest of the day uh co-author of the new book pause in wonder living excuse me learning to delight in god and his world deacon eddie ensley joins me hey deacon
9: how you doing
1: there? Doing just fine. Thanks for coming on this morning. We're going to talk about joy this morning, but before we talk about joy, we got to define our terms. What is joy?
9: Joy is that sense of well-being, the sense of of mild pleasure or great pleasure, and the sense that Christ is within us, giving us the living water, the wealth of living water, that he spoke of in John. It flows from deep within us and has its tendrils deep in God.
1: You talk about the difference between joy and happiness. You say they're not the same thing.
9: Yes. Happiness depends on circumstances. If I get a pay raise, I'm happy. If I have a great vacation, I'm happy. If If good things come my way, I'm happy. Happiness depends on circumstances. Joy is much deeper than that. It's something that wells up within us, even when we're suffering. And it comes from the very heart of God, and it's available to all of us if we just come and take time for God to fill up our hearts
1: you your Native American and your Cherokee grandfather's Native American culture, from what I've read, taught you a lot about joy. How so? I'm really interested in this.
9: Yes. Well, he was raised in the Cherokee culture and knew the language. and He spent time with me He knew the spiritual tradition. He was a Baptist, thoroughly Christian, centered his life on the valuable, and yet he kept that sense of interconnectedness with all creation. There is much in common with Native American spirituality and Franciscan spirituality. We see the footprints of God in creation. One particular time came when I was a young boy and... I spent time with my grandfather. He used to have a little gourd shaker that he would take with him, and he would go down into the woods and look at this and look at that. He was on a bluff high above the Chattahoochee River and just took in the whole scene in a contemplative way, in an open way. And one day I asked him, Pop, that's what I called him. We called him Pop. Pop, what are you doing? And he said, I'm looking at what's in front of me. Hmm. And then I said, why are you looking at what's in front of you? And then he said, because if you look intently and long enough, it was Shubham. And you will see the glory. And I think thinking it took lots of time for prayer and taking spaces in our heart for God to fill us helps the world seem fresh to us and us fresh to the world. And that's so much of what joy is
1: about. Have you have you always been Catholic, Deacon?
9: No, I haven't. I'm someone who became Catholic. My grandfather was Baptist, and I picked up so much of that from him. Hmm. It was a good experience. It was good preparation for being Catholic.
1: Now how did you convert, or what led you to the Church?
9: Well, uh, one of the things that led me to the Church, I, well, my broader family was Baptist. My parents didn't go to church, and so I would go on my own. But when I became a teenager, I started going to a Presbyterian church with a friend. I went off to study to be a Presbyterian minister mm. at a Presbyterian school in Mississippi. And I thoroughly liked what I was learning. Then something happened that changed my life. One day, out of sheer curiosity. For the very first time in my life, I set foot in one of those woman Catholic churches. (laughs) I went inside. It was daytime. No one else was in the church. And to me, to my surprise, it looked very much like a Presbyterian church. There were, however... A few differences. For instance there was a gold box up front the tabernacle that contained the reserved blessed sacrament. I did not have any idea of what a tabernacle was, much less the reserved blessed sacrament. But I felt mysteriously drawn to that box and found a seat in a pew. Just in front of that gold box. And then a most overwhelming joy and peace washed over me. Wow. I had never felt a joy like this. I had never felt a peace like this. It felt like coming home and warm currents of God's love flowed within me. I stained There, sitting in front of that gold box for 30 minutes. And after I'd been there, absorbing all that peace and love for 30 minutes, I said to myself, Eddie, you better get out of here quick, or you are going to end up becoming a woman Catholic. And that's exactly what happened. A and I later learned what a tabernacle
1: was. My goodness, that is a powerful story, Deacon. Uh, and that's a story right there from experience. You, you you came to it from the heart, the Lord, not not just the head. That came later for you. And uh, now, of course, a permanent deacon in the Diocese of Savannah, Georgia. Uh, how can people get the book, Deacon?
9: Uh, well, a student Catholic bookstore, they can get it from Ave Maria, Friends from Amazon, uh, and from Catholic bookstores.
1: Yes, at Divine Treasures, friends. If they don't have it, they will certainly order it for you. Uh, Deacon Eddie Ensley, thank you, Deacon, for coming on, and thanks for writing this book. Thank you for interviewing me. All right, that's Deacon Eddie Ensley, everyone. Sounds like a great, great book. And uh, what a powerful story. My goodness, that he has it becoming Catholic right there. Just right in front of the tabernacle. I haven't met a lot of people or interviewed a lot of people that have found their conversion to the Catholic faith because of that. Awesome. Puts a show in the books today, friends. Be back on tomorrow in the Mercy One studio. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, guide us today. Mother Mary, pray for us. Angels and saints, watch over us. Father, be with us. Amen. I am John Leonetti, friends. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.
0: Here in this worn and weary land Where many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water We never will run dry So living water flowing through God, we thirst for more of you, fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire, just to know you and you may. Heart. into the world we're reaching out to show them who you are john leonetti in the morning is underwritten so by golden rule heating and cooling bell construction five sons naturescapes and blessman international